Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Saturday Morning Practical Applications Call, the very last one of 2015, where we gather to talk about what we've learned during the week, what we've studied, and I guess today we can talk about what we've learned this year and how we can apply it to our lives. So in this holy instant, I'm going to turn it over to my beloved sister, Mary, for one of her beautiful prayers or poems. Ready, Mary? Yes, thank you. Um, This is by Helen Shuckman called The Gifts of Christmas. Christ passes, no one by. By this you know he is God's son. You recognize his touch, universal gentleness. His love extends to everyone. His eyes behold the love of God in everything he sees. No words but those his Father's voice dictates can reach his ears. His hands forever hold his brothers, and his arms remain outstretched in holy welcome. Would you look on him and hear him calling you this Christmas day? Behold, he offers you his eyes to see his ears to listen to his father's voice, his hands to hold his brothers, and his arms to reach to him as he could reach to you. You are as like to him as he is, as he to God, and you to God because you are like him. All that he offers you is but your own. Accept his gifts to you this Christmas day. That you who are as God created you may come to recognize the Christ in you. And to all of you, I thank you. Amen. Amen. Oh, Mary, that was beautiful. Thank you. All right, here comes the great question. Who would love to share a Christmas miracle? Okay, I'll go. So Christmas Eve, um, I'm up uh, in Cape Cod, which is uh, a couple hundred miles from where we live in New York. And I was concerned because uh, it always comes that division between my husband and I, who still is very Catholic, and he's like, when are we going to Mass? And a friend of mine up here at the Cape had um, um, invited us to her congregational, one of the Protestant um, churches, and I'm like, let's go. And he was, I said, would you like to try it? And he was very open, surprisingly, and he said, sure. I couldn't have, like, as a course student, I was so grateful because the pre-understanding course, Chris, would have went in there with huge judgments, never mind the religion part, but the fact that it's not a very moneyed church, it's not very grandiose, the choir is not great. But as a course student, I went in and saw the Christ in myself to see the Christ in everyone. And it was so beautiful. Um, because when uh, the first thing 
you know, we were a couple minutes late and it was one of those very traditional New England churches where there's not a lot of, um, very simple, very Yankee. Just everything is white and the pews, the altar is very simple. Um, these, the people there could not do enough to make sure we had a seat. And once we had a seat, if anyone coughed in the church, there's these ushers running around making sure people had water. It was the most beautiful experience I've ever seen. And it was not about any religion or it was as close to the course in, in, in anything that I have ever seen. And I was so grateful to have witnessed it. And I just share that joy with all of you. Merry Christmas. So beautiful. Yes, so thank beautiful. You. Nice, Chris. Thank you. Hi, ladies. Thanks, Chris. Um, wow, that's really great. I'm very happy for you and all of us because I know that we all share in your experience. Uncle Hoyt. Thank you, Chris. This is a flower opening to utter beauty. And as each one of us sees the beauty appearing before us, we bring it to the others of our one self. And that's a beautiful flower for the Christmas. Nicely said. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Thanks, Rob. Has anyone had a shift this week or a challenge that they would like to bring up? Well, I had a challenge. It was, I've had it before, but you all recognize very well. We've all had it, but more often on the holidays and I'm not physically with my family and stuff. And see, yesterday I was just too tired to go to our place. I knew I was going to go. I just felt like well, I ended up feeling well I wasn't supposed to go. But regardless of whether I was supposed to or not, my first boyfriend, Michael Helios, when we moved out here to Arizona in 93, and we lived together for half a year. And if I used to say, something or something was supposed to happen, he'd say, and he was real well-versed in metaphysics and all that stuff. He'd say, well, who's doing the supposing? So I'm like, oh. <laughs> that was a conundrum to me. But, but yeah, so, well, when I woke up in the middle of the night, uh, well, sort of like 3.45 in the morning, and so I was happy at that time. And I didn't feel lonely, but, at 3.45 in the afternoon, <laughs> it has shifted, and 
I did talk with my family, and again, it's like my older son was about to call me, and I didn't even realize that he, I wasn't sure whether he and his girlfriend had actually gotten to Virginia, like I heard maybe they were. He was about to call me when I called him, and I did get to talk to everybody, him, Mark, my younger son, Paul, my mother, who's doing okay, you know, for her condition, you know, she hasn't, still hasn't seen a doctor, and she, um, but she's talking about now, talking to Jackie and getting a, of getting a time where she can make the appointment and I like convinced her that you know after three or four weeks then you can't, you can't just go see an urgent care <laughs> but anyway her um Jackie's partner Cindy Mark's girlfriend Jane and I talked to all of them it was really wonderful I was really happy happier than I ever have been even though I didn't try hard to Maybe it's because I didn't try hard to say the right thing or because I don't hardly see them and stuff, you know, my own kids and make conversation and just let spaces be in the silence and let it flow. And that's probably why it occurs to me. That's part of why I was more happy. But even after the conversation, I was so happy. You know, it was the most time since it's been like that that, that I was that happy for that long. But then it faded away and, I'm sorry. I mean, I don't have to say I'm sorry, but it's just that when I I do these calls and I do the Question Miracles group and I'm going to teach a group and I'm going to have to do something, but it's really hard for me to actually, it's like I would have to really push myself to actually read the book at this time when I'm just alone, quote unquote, you know, and um, and I have respect for the book and as you all probably know, you know I think it's better and nicer and I know it's bigger and all that stuff to, than the FIP edition and, and, and just that just that loneliness was, you know and I feel like you know it's getting better but I still feel like I need a partner and I called this guy he said we're going to be you know met a few months ago that that, that he said well we're going to be I know we're going to be really good friends and he has a thing about phones and feeling tethered and so he hardly ever answers the phone, hardly ever even returns my calls, and yet next time I see him, I mean, he's copacetic. You know, it's just really weird, but so I'm, I'm pretty sure. I mean, so I don't know, you know, what's going to happen there. But anyway, I feel like I've said enough, and that's my challenge. <laughs> thank you. I'm complete. I think you're doing great in your challenge, and don't you worry, you have all of us as friends. Thank you, Rob. Sounds like you're up to the challenge. You're not alone, I can tell you that. Good morning, everyone. I'm happy and light and love to you all. Light and love to you, Sam. Thank you. I have a great loaves and fishes story I'd like to share. Tell us. Um, yesterday, we had 14 people over at our little home and jammed everybody in for Christmas lunch, dinner, whatever you want to call it. 
And when I woke up in the morning, as I always do, I asked for direction in the four ways. And as some of these people had never met each other or they had met years and years ago in New York or some occasion, but they were different parts of the stakeholders of our lives. And uh, usually as a host, you want to do something to introduce people and match them and tell a little bit of the story and somehow, you know, exert your influence to make sure everybody's comfortable. The message I got from Holy Spirit was, do nothing. Introduce and walk away. I will take care of the rest. I said, okay, fine. That makes it easy. All I have to do is clean dishes then. You know? So Perfect. it was... Now, this is the part. I hope I can say this without crying. So my friends are here from Philadelphia in Florida. And the reason they're here is because they're not on talking terms with their two adult children. There's been some very serious damage done to them by the kids who have acted in a very selfish and, uh, you know, whatever you want to call it. We all know of how sometimes children get spoiled and then they turn on their parents, okay? I'll just leave it at that. And, uh, and these people are in their 70s, so they're not spring chickens. Now, they're down here, and unbeknownst to me, my daughter goes into a room with them, and she's known them for a long time, and she said, I want to thank you for having offered to be trustees, and they were trustees on our will for a long period of time when we lived in Philadelphia, these two people who are not talking to their kids. My daughter says to them, I want to thank you for having put yourselves in that position. If anything, God forbid, had happened to my parents, you would have made amazing parents. You're so gentle and kind and loving. Now, they were blown away by this and started crying. The very words they would have liked to have heard from their own children, right, was coming out of my adult daughter's mouth. And then after this interaction was over, they went over to Diana and said, do you know what Cece said to us? And she said, no, what did she say? Like maybe, you know, my, mother, my wife had cooked this up or some pre-dress rehearsal thing. No. Can you guys imagine this? It's Can great. Can you guys imagine this? Imagine that this occurred. It's beautiful. They were transformed. They were transformed. My friends were like on cloud nine. The feeling of being loved by a young adult who had a child of their own, a lot of parallels, and, uh, man. So beautiful. That's the blessing of what we're involved in. It does take faith and willingness, for sure, and letting go of my need to control. But when I do that, it's a beautiful thing to behold. 
Thank you. I'm complete. Came about because of your faith and willingness. Sam, that's willingness. Thank you, Sam. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Sam. I'd like to invite anyone who's joined this, the call to say good morning or Merry Christmas. Hey, family, I'm traveling. I just wanted to check in. <coughs> okay, this is Wendy. Um, I'm listening. Good morning. Merry Christmas to our two travelers. <laughs> Oh, Who is it first, Josie? That was Carla. Carla, okay. See, this is the last um, call of the year for practical applications. Does anyone want to share? Which part of the text this year they found the most meaningful, the most impactful, or the most challenging? This is Bernard. Um, well, I, I, first of all, first off, I'd like to um, share a miracle and a challenge, and um, and uh, seems to be the perfect form to do it. I, I've been a guy who's been very private into himself, um, and this these calls have been a, a form for me to at least connect with uh, a group of people where um, I could possibly share. Uh, the miracle for me was um, I moved from from New Jersey about two years ago uh, to, to Michigan, Detroit, Michigan area, and and um, to be closer to my family in the Midwest because I spent about 20 years out on the East Coast between uh, Pennsylvania and New Jersey. And uh, when I moved from Chicago to Pennsylvania back in 2093, um, I was introduced to the course and studied the course for about a year, maybe more, and then I got away from it. And when I moved to Michigan, I was reintroduced to to the course, and uh, this is the miracle. Um, I've always been a member of Unity Churches, and uh, I stumbled on this Course in Miracle group uh, at the church. 
and it um, hooked in with the uh, with the group, connected with uh, the phone calls, and um, and and it was God's way of giving me a um, a, a means to reconnect and to be healed through the atonement because um, um, I'm at the age of getting close to the age where I can quote unquote semi-retire and draw my pension and my social security. And at the same time, I discovered um, that uh, at least the doctors are telling me that I um, uh, I may have cancer. Okay, um, and um, and the uh, and I found this out after I was reintroduced to the course. Um, the uh, so that's the miracle was being reintroduced to the course and having a um, a program to retrain my mind or to be healed. Uh, at the same time, um, the challenge is I have these health issues now that that uh, is really designed to, I don't know, think, scare me. Um, so any, anyway, um, this uh, I, I started studying the course maybe about Three months ago, and 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 uh, all type of things have been happening to me since then. Um, health challenges, uh, relationship challenges, but mostly health challenges. Since I've been really, really practicing the course, it's almost as if the ego is just yelling and screaming and saying, "Oh no, oh no, <laughs> um, you can't do this." because um, I've been having some very, very beautiful spiritual awakenings and um, and, uh, through the discovery of how to handle situations that used to baffle me. In the beginning, I said I'm like a to-myself kind of guy, and, uh, and I don't like to... I'm very social, but I don't like to go out and to... I don't know, just, I'm just to myself. And the courses teach me that my healing and my growth is going to come through contact with other people, okay? I've always shied away from conflict. I've always shied away from, uh, cha- um, uh, well, just conflict with, the, with other people. And uh, And I'm learning that. The course is teaching me that that is where I'm going to get my biggest growth. And um, so it's just a beautiful thing to to see the light and to experience it and just to be aware that when I um, when I get some when I meet someone or don't agree with them or someone's attitude disturbs my peace, it is, it's, it's, a, it's an opening for me to address some of my own issues. Um, I've also been a 12-step 
remember. And one of the biggest challenges has always been the uh, the inventory part. And once again, uh, the course is showing me that I can I can really uh, address those issues through it, uh, through dealing with people. And um, that's pretty much my little my little story. That's my uh, my miracle, my challenge, and I, and I look forward to ending this year. Um, with the course and starting the year new uh, when it goes back to the real, real basics as far as uh, recognizing uh, that I don't know what anything means. Uh, so, and I look forward to um, starting this new year with my new with my new family. You, 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 you people. Um, through the calls because um, this is a miracle also. I used to have to go to a place to sit with people. Now it's, it's with the technology I can plug in no matter where I am. And, and that's a beautiful thing. So um, thank you for listening. Thank you for letting me share and uh, thank you for being here. I'm complete. Beautiful story, my beautiful brother Bernard. Beautiful. Thank you, Bernard. Thank you so much for joining us. We are your new family, brother, and uh, I'm really, I'm really glad for your share and your introduction. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Bernard. That was wonderful. I just want to, um, on an admin note here, just let you know. And for everyone, remind them, um, there's a Skype group that if at any time, 24-7, you can reach out to anyone on that group if you need any support at any time, um, and someone will be there for you. I'm complete. Thank you, Bernard. Love hearing from you. Thank you, Bernard, if you're interested, at the end of this call, I can uh, direct you um, how to connect by Skype if you have Skype loaded on your device. And, um, and we have about 30 people in this uh, Skype chat group, which never involves phone calls, but is a, a text message scrolling box where we, you know, um, kind of keep advised of what people are, are, are doing and what they'd like to offer. So look for me if you're interested after this call. Okay. Thank you. And I've been counseling people with so-called cancer for 39 or 40 years now. Right. I know everything yeah. about this uh, supposed disease and the Course in Miracles has the answer for everything that may require to awaken the body to the mind. And you are on the right track. 
Chris, we've had others to join us. So, um, would you like to open it up? For those yes, that haven't said morning, could you stop? would like to say good morning, Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, all that good stuff. Love to hear from everybody. Morning, Chris. It's Catherine. I am listening this morning. Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas, Catherine. Good morning. Good morning. Merry Good morning, everyone. This is Anna. I'm sorry for all that noise. I forgot to mute. Hi. Good morning, Anna. Morning, Anna. This is Mary. I can share a gift uh, I received. It started on Christmas Eve, and it was uh, in the morning. It was like a overwhelming peace. Just, uh, just I can't explain it. It was just there with me, and um, a neighbor called that I don't hear from too often, but. Uh, Usually, um, I end up feeling very irritated with her calls and because uh, I've always wanted to help her, you know, has all these physical symptoms that she shares. And um, and this time, I, it didn't, I was just peaceful. I just listened with love in my heart and offered her love and uh, it it just did not <laughs> and I was so grateful did not disturb my peace at all and uh, I was able to remember who she is and uh, the truth for her and uh, it ended up being a very pleasant call and that peace extended right through to Christmas Day, to the Christmas dinners. And uh, I, if a thought came up, I would catch myself. It was unbelievable. 
catch myself. Uh, this is my imagination. I don't believe in this. Let it go. And I remained in peace. And uh, I'm just very grateful to all of you for that gift. Thank you. It's beyond the brave new world. It's a peaceful new world in our minds. Thank God. I stepped on you, somebody. I don't know who. I'm sorry. I was just thinking, Mary. Thanks, Mary. That was great. Thanks, Mary. Thanks, Mary. This is Wendy. That gives me a real strong sense of it really just is all about how peaceful I can remain. And if I really knew that God was always present, always loving me, always behind or within everything that I'm encountering, I wouldn't have any reason to get irritated or be angry or um, take exception to or be in resistance. I, and I feel like that's like the, the perfect gauge now for me is, well, are you peaceful? Well, if you're peaceful, then you, you know the truth. It is a simple equation, but somehow when you spoke, it just really focused it for me. Thank you so much. I'm complete. Thank you, Wendy. You expressed it beautifully. Very nice, Wendy. Hi, everyone. This is Josie. Um, I'm being guided to um, offer, um, I don't know what he's calling it, it's like a healing meditation of sorts. Did I go forward with it? Seems like it's coming through. Oh, absolutely. Thank you, Josie. So, um, Uh, um, I, I gotta get get it out in words. Um, to 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 form um some sort of a circle. So um, for each person to um, just rest quietly and and join with everyone on the call, um, picturing them. Uh, we're all across the country, so we're going to be forming a big, giant circle, um, and each one is connecting with each one f- from where they are, and maybe you're picturing them, um, even though we don't know what we look like, we're joining 
uh, with each one, and we'll just take a minute um, to form that circle and joining, and then um, I'll call us back in a moment. Now that the circle is formed, um, it happened the minute that we were willing to to join um, into the middle of that circle now that that we may all place all of the things that we feel would be handled best by the Holy Spirit. And everything can go into that center. People that you've encountered over the holiday season, the couple in Florida who works estranged from their children, the cancer, the judgments, everything that we have that we we need and want healing for, putting each one just putting it in the center and feeling how how it, easy it is for us just to let that flow out of us and flow into that center of the joint circle where, that we're all holding. And we'll just take a moment for everybody to put all of their stuff in there, stuff in people thoughts and disturbances. Is anybody talking? I can't hear anybody now. I am talking, Ida. We're taking a moment. Um, Everyone is putting all of their concerns, people, things, into the center of the circle that we have formed. Okay, thank you so much, Josie, and I'm sorry. You're joined with us and and put your things in too. And as everything flows into that center place, that each one feel what that feels like to let that flow into that that space where the Holy Spirit is and how it feels when we're joined to let that go. Maybe it feels different than when we try to do it by ourselves. Everything in the center is just sort of all together. (laughs) 
and while there, he can say, Peace be to me, the Holy Son of God. Peace to my brother, who is one with me. And let all the world be blessed with peace through us. Amen. Amen. Thank you for for everyone. Amen. Thank you, Josie. That was beautiful. Felt great. Thank you, Josie. It was perfect, Josie. Thank you. Thank you, Josie. Thank you, Josie. Um, I'm just not sure of something. Um, maybe I'm not getting it right in the course, but I thought we're to solve our problems. We're supposed to realize that they don't exist. Okay. Will we accept the atonement? And I'm not sure whether the process we just did was like that. Okay. Hey, it's Chris. Let me, um, I wanted to share what happened to me when we were doing this. And Josie, I couldn't get it out without crying. I'm so grateful for you. You just truly are one of my greatest teachers. And um, I'm so blessed that you help. So when we were doing the, that circle, and this is not the first time that I've done this, that when you say, put the people in that you're having issues with, and immediately, you know, the top three come up consistently year after year. And then finally, what the truth is, what came up is, it's the part of me that I see in myself that I don't like. And that's the healing that I seek that you were able to get to. And I hope that helps you, Ida. So it's my responsibility to accept the atonement for myself because it isn't anybody outside of myself that's causing me pain. I'm complete. Thanks, Thanks, Chris. Nice, Chris. Thank you. And I only had a couple of things to contribute, but Josie has the right idea for those who have much or for those who have corrected much and have little to contribute. So it just varies with how you feel about joining. I'm complete. Well, I'm not sure I understand, Rob. I, I, I don't see anything in the course that says how I feel about joining makes a difference. Just that we are joined we have to realize that. You know what I mean? Yes, we we are joined, and that's what Josie was doing, joining the whole U.S. with these confidence of ourselves as being recipients of God's love and demonstrating that we are one and that we can bring our troubles to the Holy Spirit, 
joined with each other and cast them on the shoulders of the Holy Spirit and free ourselves. And it was beautiful. I just felt it when you were saying that, Rob. I just felt it go through me. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, Lida. Thank you, Josie. Thank you, Josie. <laughs> like I'm starting to see and get it, and you know, I think you're great, and I'm, I'm starting to see why other people think you're so great too. <laughs> so, so uh, I'm complete. Ida. I'm not so great. I resisted that for about 15 minutes before I finally felt that overwhelming that I that I would share that. But it could have gone the other way where I could have just said, "No, I'm not. I'm not doing that." And so, um, anyway, <laughs> thank you. Glad you offered it, Jesse. Yeah, Josie, I would just say anytime you're prompted, please know that you are more than welcome to share. You really, truly help. I'm complete. And Josie, everybody needs new feet to go forward. I'm sorry I stepped on somebody. I didn't mean to. That's okay. I was just thanking Josie uh, for following her uh, her instincts. Very helpful. Thank you. It's Chris. So, has anyone seen The Force Awakens yet? Opening yeah. night with oh twenty my other God. people. <laughs> did you? Okay. So, <clears throat> all right. Did Did it occur? It just all I kept kept thinking is like, oh my gosh, this is just one big simple message that the light is in each and every one of us. And then it's all one. How was I was going to say, we are the force. Oh, well, the force is within us. And the light, actually, it's the light within us. It's when um, Princess Leah tells that, uh, Hans to go back and get her son because the light is still within him. It hit me. It's like, oh, my gosh, the light is in all of us. Yeah. And that it's just one big oneness. It was pretty cool. Yeah, and I did not want to go, so it was just such a great experience. I want to know if anybody else had that. I'm complete. Oh, it's wonderful to see the course and almost everything, at least um, the uh, the light. Exactly, I agree. And the doing requires speech and bodies and new feet. And everything that we've learned in this year, it's so wonderful to have great teachers and to have great companions. Um, This is Bernard. Another thing came out in that movie for me is that uh, we do have a choice in whether we uh, accept the light or choose the dark which is the, um, the ego mindset. 
that was made very clear. And it's just it's just nice to see um, that coming out to the uh, to the public, to the people who are open to it. So I'm complete. Yes, everybody, you're all required to go see The Force Awakens so we can have a clear discussion on this. (laughs) (laughs) Otherwise, it's going to get spoiled for you. We don't want to do that. Right, Bernard? (laughs) (laughs) That's right. This is Fran, and there will be another, right? I saw it, too. <laughs> it seems to be the consensus, the way they left it. As the light starts to reach some of them, you can sense that more people might be joining on. We're hopeful. I'm complete. Well, my my son, when my son saw it, he really liked it. Somebody thought, I know. Well, the guy I met three months ago who suddenly let me really good friends and then not answering the phone and we were going to go see it together. We talked about that. And the next day without telling me, he just went and saw it by himself. And I just feel like I don't know how much it is. I feel like for me, whatever it costs, is, you know, eight fifty or nine. I'm sorry, I don't mean to sound like a lack of abundance or something, but it's just too much for me right now. So I think I'll. I don't know. I mean, I might just wait till it comes out on. Second run video or Netflix, <laughs> you know. Uh, so, but even the even the Tucson Weekly reviewer this past week, and they can be pretty hard on movies, especially movies like that. They're part of a long series and stuff. And that guy really liked it too. <laughs> so it's pretty crazy. Yeah, I'm complete. Maybe the light is infusing all things even the ideas that have come down to us through multiple viewings. Well, I'm not sure what you mean by infusing, but isn't the light already in all things? I mean, so I thought. Not hardly. Not hardly. Jesus points out in a saying from very long ago, 2,022 years ago, he said, why is that man carrying a lamb on his shoulder to the disciples? And they said, well, he's going to eat it later. He said, yes, but he won't eat it before he kills it and turns it into a carcass. You know, that's L-I-V-E, 
E-V-I-L, in angelish. You just turn them backwards. And they said, well, that's, of course, that's how you do it. And he said, well, then be careful, too, that you do not be killed by your egos, of course, and turned into a carcass that can be eaten. So there's much work to do out in the world of loving help to all of our friends, regardless of how they think. I gotta, I gotta tell you, in the physical world, that world that was just kind of hard to hear. About just time in the morning when I haven't had all my coffee, and I haven't put my clothes on yet. I'm still in my, you know, nighty thing, and guys coming over to get two dollars for me, and yada yada yada. I'm sorry, I don't know. I don't want to be the spoil sport of this party. <laughs> so, I'll go fight. Sounds like you're doing great. At being the spoil sport of this party? Being what? <laughs> I said, I don't want to be the spoil sport of this party, and then you said, it sounds like you're doing great. <laughs> you're not the spoil sport. <laughs> You're just as beautiful as everyone else. And as the ideas from whatever era of the fifth fruit race cascade over us, they sink in and increase the light. There is no way that enlightened beings cannot become even more enlightened. Okay. Well, I accept that partially because I just don't feel the energy now to figure it out or to fight anything and maybe that part about, maybe that part is a good thing that I feel that way. <laughs> That's all. Thanks. I spent Christmas Eve talking to a wonderful pilot friend who sincerely believes that Adolf Hitler was the last savior of the earth that was blocked by the United States. He sincerely believes this. He feels that he's in a world controlled by the United States and that he can do nothing. This is what it means to allow yourself to become a carcass and not understand as the light dawns that you are part of the living. I helped him as much as I could and loved him in the process and knew he was my brother. And... What more can we do 
but understand, try to teach him the understanding that everything the us, the us, the U.S. comes to, will attempted to be made free, just like us. No ruler over it except our regent, the Christ. I'm complete. Thanks, Rob. This is this is Lee, and I'd like to share um, a shift that has come to me at year's end, and it's um, enforced, reinforced by today's lesson, which emphasizes peace so strongly. Peace be to me, the Holy Son of God. Peace to my brother who's one with me. Let all the world be blessed with peace through us. Amen. We, um, in the text call, have been going over the peace of God recently. What is the peace of God? And the end of that uh, section, I believe it was, it speaks of the consequence of my accepting the atonement, that not only am I blessed with peace, but that through me, peace descends on all the world. That's an image that is just so grand and beautiful. To know that that's the opportunity each of us has to be guided to how we can find our peace so that peace is what we grant. Peace be to me, the Holy Son of God. Peace to my brother who's one with me. Let all the world be blessed with peace through us. So beautiful. This lesson in its prayer, this is 360, mentions the great rays that remain forever undisturbed within me. What I've kind of featured in this last month or so is how much my effect on the world has to do with what I think of as the world of my experience. It's a little different from thinking that I'm trying to affect a world separate from me or outside me or that is other than me. There's a sense for me today and it ties in lessons like my function is the salvation of the world or the lesson this is I'm the light of the world. There's a shift for me so that this world of my experience becomes entirely that which I impact through the nature of my thoughts. There is one version of the world that I'm able to impact and that's the world of my experience. So I close my eyes and I imagine encompassing all of that world of my experience and standing at the center of it as though it's a constellation orbiting my holy mind. And from that standpoint, 
I begin to recognize that he's telling me, depending on the condition of my mind and my heart, I either stand at the center of a world that I have embraced, accepted, extended all that I've learned to, or I stand at the center of a world that I resist, deny, reject, and judge. In that sense, this world of my experience extends timelessly and forever. And I have, as a result of being a holy son of God, the ability through my healing to sanctify this which I'm given to stand at the center of. And the main thrust of that for me is to recognize that short of healing, I stand as a judgment upon all others, upon this life. And that my healing not only accords me peace, but allows me now to do something that I feel I've been led to understand is the calling each of us has by which we were created. And that is through our healing as a facet of God himself to extend that healing to literally sanctify this life by what we're directed to. Now suddenly I am the light of the world has more meaning for me or my function is the salvation of the world. The world doesn't need saving. This world of my experience doesn't need saving from a single thing other than my judgment upon it. And when I accept that healing, peace descends upon the world because I at the center of this world of my experience have found my peace and can extend that in love and forgiveness, acceptance and in holiness. This addition of this featuring of peace and that phrase that stands out for me, that through my healing peace descends upon the world, begins to have me understand that when I'm in a group of light workers like each of you, miracle workers, who have invited that shift progressively through your days, who are seeking out the healing of our hearts so that we, each of us, stand at the center of a more healed version of this world, where each of us follows a calling that we reflect for the world its grace and its perfection instead of its judgment. The fact that we can unite in that purpose makes me understand as I think of the common world and the situations that are so out of accord or seem so with harmony, I can understand that as minds touch in to this goal of finding and discovering healing and peace, then the natural consequence would be that those expressions that are so troubling in the world that speak of war and conflict would be abetted as minds come to discover their route to peace 
So it's holy work we do. And it's a holy family we share. And at year's end, I just wanted to extend my deep gratitude to each of you for supporting me in this journey through the course this year. And uh, I'm just so glad and grateful for all of you. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Lee. Right back yeah. at it. Thanks, Lee. Wow, Lee. Right back to you, Lee. Thank you. Grateful for you. You have given up. Thank you, Fran. Well, thank you, Lee. Uh, I have something to say about you and this whole process. Wow, I mean, I just... Well, first of all, thank you because you're like an angel. Because you waited till me and Rob were finished talking. You waited until I was finished responding to what he had to say or just like sort of not really responding. What I was saying was more like reacting emotionally. I mean, it seemed to be it was coming out, you know, what he was having to say. And I really wasn't overtly speaking very much truth at all, but how I can laugh when I say that. And I know like I've heard like, you know, Mentally ill people, quote unquote, you know, laugh. They'll say, I've heard that lots of times in all of these years since I've been with that field, and they say something sad or unhappy or sound angry, and then pow, laugh. And what is that? I'm always like, what is that? You know, what the heck is going on? And now I'm doing it. And but now I get that's not because they're mentally ill, it's because they're getting enlightenment. But that's not to say that if other people aren't doing that, they're not just as enlightened as me. But it's just a different, it just looks different. That's all. And you're like an angel. Because you let us say what we have to say, and you're able to wait. Because you know you're going to come up and, Mop it all up at the, at the end, and uh, yeah, I got off the call because I mean, honestly, when just Rob and Sam said what they said, and Sam launched into his story, I felt like there was something wrong. I felt upset, like, oh my god, you know. I thought that if I shared what my challenge was, if people were going to sit there and try to help me with my challenge and not just say, you know, where you're still your friend, I'm sure you're up to it, and yada, yada, you know, and then just move on. And so I got off the call, and I and I called the warm line, and, like, I don't remember what they said and, and everything, but... You know, I was just being prompted, right, by the Holy Spirit. 
just to get back on the call. So that's why I didn't know what the heck was going on. You guys probably realized that I wasn't on the call for a while. And Josie and doing that thing and and all like that. And so I'm too physically tired, actually, right now to get into all of it, the, the chips. And I have a lot more to say, but I just want to say that so I keep, like, my ego or some part of me is saying, let's keep saying, right, 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 you know, write this out, write a book, yada, yada. And, but different things are happening. But one thing that happened is that just when I was in the bathroom, I just, that was going through me and, I, like, Jesus said to me, you know, firmly but kindly, right, you are not in control. Which didn't mean I was losing it. Like, I'm losing my mind, you're not in control, but... Don't, it's like it meant, don't worry, you're not in charge of this situation. Everything will happen at the right time. Don't effort it. You know what I mean? So, I'm sure you do. So, anyway, thank you so much. I love you guys and all gals, and I love you. And I feel that love, and I'm complete. I'm glad you feel that love, eh, Ida. There's a big, warm embrace for you here. And, uh, and I often feel that big, warm embrace from you. Thank you, sweetheart. Me too. Ida, this is Wendy. I, I, I felt that. You know, I, I personally felt like, well, wait a minute. Ida just shared a whole lot of vulnerable stuff, and we kind of shifted away from it, and maybe I just need to get back. And then I thought, well, I'll call her when the call is over, and we'll, we'll really talk it out. Uh, so I know what I know what you're feeling. And a lot of the things you shared in that vulnerable moment are things that I go through, that whole business about uh, feeling lonely and a little isolated and do I really need to have somebody right here if I've got the Holy Spirit with me all the time? So I thought it would be something that, you know, we could we could talk about together, but I, I just didn't speak up, and but I thought about it. So maybe we could talk after the call. Oh, yeah, we could, Wendy. That's great. Thank okay, you. That's uh, fine. Sure, I'm complete. No problem. Thank you, Wendy, and thank you, Ida. I wanted to, um, just Josie, comment on Lee um, when you were sharing your um, shift of the year. I I was thinking of the meditation that we did, and when it, it felt like um, uh, you sort of explained for me what what was happening in that meditation, what I was seeing as everyone was in the circle. Um, and sort of like shedding all of the things that they were putting in the middle, and I could just see everyone. Everyone was was um, just changing and shifting in that moment. And then at one point, it was as if you put the words on it. Um, everyone was just um, looking from 
looking from the inside out, so to say, something like that is the way you described it. Every once everyone sort of shed everything, and even if we weren't consciously thinking of the things we were shedding, everyone was shedding things into the middle, and every everyone was looking from the inside out at a at a world that was that was different. And in those moments when we were joined like that, and everyone was doing that at the same time, uh, when you when you shared what you. Uh, we're feeling I just that was words put on what happened in that meditation so what a what um what a great um joining the continued joining of minds and visions and and who we are I hope I we could hope I could carry it through into the real world so thank you I'm rambling but I wanted to express that how connected that was for me to the, the meditation that we did. Thank you. Thanks, Josie. Uh, I got that same image from your meditation, and that led me to share a good part of what I shared. So glad we were connected there. Yeah, thank you. I feel like every, everyone was connected in some way. The beautiful, beautiful work we did. Thank you all. Thank you, everyone. Lee, um, thank you for the confidence in all of us because I feel a huge responsibility in this group that we are connected for a reason and that each and every day that we go out into the world and and spread this light, um, it just feels a shifting happening moment by moment. So does anyone have a prayer or is there a reverend on the line that would like to close us out? Why don't we say the lesson for today? That's a beautiful idea. Mary, will you read it for us? Sure. Peace be to me, the Holy Son of God. God, And peace to my brother, brother, who is one with me. May the world be blessed in peace through us. Father, it is your peace that I would give, receiving it of you. I am your son, forever just as you created me. For the great rays remain forever still and undisturbed within me. I would reach to them in silence and in certainty, For nowhere else can certainty be found. Peace be to me and peace to all the world. In holiness were we created and in holiness do we remain. Your Son is like to you in perfect sinlessness. And with this thought, we gladly say, Amen. Amen. Amen and amen. 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 Thank you. Amen. Thank you very much. Thanks, everyone.
Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.